1: I wish in
0: my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to
2: save my country, this country will be saved.
3: War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Vann.
0: Wednesday, 31 January, Year of the Lord, 2024. Um, I don't know how to be more blunt about this. But um I just, you know, where we are. I want you to pull the camera back and think about this for a second. If we um if we have Langford who's a Baptist minister, I think he was and ran I think youth camps or something. He's a Baptist minister. If you have a Baptist minister who's putting through a codification of the invasion of our country, and that's what this is, okay? Uh, And supporting really Biden and the Biden regime who have destroyed our nation. So much so that the guys in the House are impeaching at the same time the very official that Langford and those guys are making on. I mean, it's so absurd and such an insult to you is to be it just it's it's so insulting. And he thinks he's safe because he's he's uh, he's out to 2028. He doesn't get reelected 2028. They already censored him in Oklahoma, and of course the Oklahoma establishment is trying to run around, not doing that, oh, and that didn't happen. He's disgusting, and that's a Baptist minister. I'm not gonna pick up the Baptist, I'm gonna come to the Catholics here in a second. You got the biblical worldview guy, Johnson, who's now another lie, to get through a massive, an additional stimulus package that not War Room and Bannon, but the Hill newspaper and Heritage, Richard Stern, pretty straight shooters, say, no, you're kind of misleading people because this is not just going to go and, and take the COVID tax relief money. You remember we used to have the COVID tax relief guys off, and they saying, hey, the eligible people, or most the eligible people are out. we got $70 billion. Instead of turning it back to the Treasury to try to close the deficit, they want to use that, but it's more than that. It, it's probably somewhere between $400 billion and 1.5 additional to the deficit. And Johnson's up there running around trying to remember the goofball stuff a couple weeks ago. Well, we're saving sixteen billion dollars. I cut, you know, ten billion out of IRS, another six billion out of uh, out of the COVID relief, sixteen billion dollars, which I think would have Grace calculate? a couple of days' interest. And then you got all the religious groups, and yet you got this Hebrew Society. So put a pin in that. But you got the Adventists, you got the Lutherans, the worst of the Catholics. Yo. If this is the manifestation of Christianity, of the, of the lived Christianity, I keep saying you're giving the Muslims the best pitch they ever had because as detestable as Sharia supremacism is, at least they fight for it. I'm just saying they fight for it. It's detestable, but they never back down. And here you've got you've got literally... Christians in, oh, been raised up in prayers of authority and even the Catholic Relief and the Lutherans and all this, they're taking your money under false pretenses and they're destroying the sovereignty of your nation? Tell me, please make the pitch to me how that makes sense. Tell me, help me out here. I'm searching for answers. I'm on the same journey, you know, we're all on the road to Damascus, right? I'm on the same journey, help me out here. Help me, help me understand that. Because I'll tell you what it is. That's, you've lost faith in the underlying tenets of your civilization. That's what it means. You've lost faith, we can, and we can argue about that texting and this thing on the bill, and it had the border wall, and this, and you got Texas and the bar bar, boom, boom. But you, we, we can get all those details, and we do. Because we understand you're detail-oriented, and the, and the signal is often in the details which reveals the overall pattern, or pattern recognition. But I got some pattern recognition right here. And that is, there are a lot of Christians in the fight that just don't have, that have lost faith in the Judeo-Christian West and what we stand for. And you're too big a cowards. You're too big a cowards to stand up. The Sharia supremacists, although I think that's directly in demonology, of all the problems they got, they ain't got that problem. I'm just calling balls and strikes as I see it. And this is a huge problem. This is a huge problem. You have faith in your culture, you have faith in your civilization, or you don't. And if you don't, you do all these backflips and all this other stuff. Johnson promised and swore he would not do, here's the suspension rules, to use a technical term, is essentially when you need Democrat votes to pass something, that you won't go through the rules committee because it's going to be blocked by the Freedom Caucus guys and the MAGA guys on it. No, we're not going to do that. You know we're not going to do it? This child tax relief is, one, we don't need another Keynesian stimulus. I'm going to have Philip Patrick on here in a second. We don't need another stimulus right now. It's so out of control. We don't need it. And if you do it, you should put it in the put it in. The, there's no hurry for this. Put it in the bill. Put it in the tax bill for next year. That's going to be approved. They'll, they'll start on October 1st. What's the hurry? Number two is politically ridiculous. You're going you to core constituency of Biden, and you're giving them you're giving them a boost. Why would you do that? And three, it adds one point could add 1.5 trillion dollars. I've added anything to the deficit, a penny to the deficit. You wouldn't do it now if you really had. Fiscal responsibility, but you don't, and you're going to do exactly what you some Johnson's not savable. He's not savable. He's just not. It's not worth it. It's time now to look for the next man up because this is going to continue. It's going to continue. You're going to, you're going to get Omnibus. Oh, you're going to get this. And hey, it was never personal with Kevin McCarthy. He's a he bad guy in a lot of respects. You couldn't trust him. But it was the debt, it was the debt deal. I told him he did the debt deal. Dude. You're like a deer that's been shot, right? War is gonna eventually get you. Hey, and so, with John- hey so Johnson's, he, he's only marginally better. And he's putting up some fights, but every time he's putting a fight, you got a bayonet to his back, just like Abbott. If you didn't keep the pressure on these guys 24 seven, you think they'd be doing this stuff? Uh, no, they would not. They would not. And, and, and this stuff's so obvious. I hate to say this, Ben Harnwell. And Ben, ben okay, Lou Murray is going to join us at six. Lou's written this amazing piece for the Boston Herald that now the big liberals, the progressives in Boston are getting it full-blown about the invasion. Every town's a border town. Every state's a border state. Lou's going to be on here about Boston. Uh, Ben's also going to join us for a deeper drill down. But Ben, I got to get this up there. When, when Zelensky was at Davos, I think, last year and lectured us, particularly the war room, that uh, people that you know, are talking a lot of trash about this don't understand what's going on and should read the memoirs of World War II and understand it. I said at the time, dude, I've forgotten more about World War II than you will ever know. And I told him at the time that he should not worry about World War II, he should take Halberstam's The Best and the Brightest about the Kennedy administration, the Johnson administration, and the expansion of the Vietnam War, and he should go, I think it's chapter six or seven, he should focus on the chapter about President Diem, that what happened to Diem, who was our guy there until he was not. And once you're the guy and then you're not, the one thing you should avoid is getting into the truck when they say, hey, we got a plane for you at the airport to take you to safety. Uh, because it didn't end well for President Diem and his family. The CIA had them assassinated in that truck before they offloaded at the airport. And, uh, and, the, the, and this, was the, the, this was the collapse, the beginning of the collapse of the United States throughout the world. Of what we did in Vietnam and how we double dealt the Vietnam people, not the American citizens, and particularly not the brave soldiers who went draftees or volunteers that went and fought in that war. It was the elites in this country that sold you out, okay? And they also sold out uh, many people in South Vietnam. Uh, to the you know millions of people died, and then afterwards they walked away, and you had you know he had uh, the Cambodian situation, the Killing Fields. You know, twenty or thirty million people died in that fiasco. Died why? Because the elites get you in and they will cut and run in a second. Is there a coup going on right now in, uh, in, um, in, uh, in Kiev? Is there a coup going on? Can you explain? Give me a couple of minutes. We'll have you back at six in depth. But give me a couple of minutes on the coup that's going on that the media is so shocked and so freaked out about right now.
1: Steve, good morning to you. There's certainly something going on in Kiev right now. Um, I would actually say that a coup in slow motion is the right word this because it's effective when the military and chain of command ceases or decouples itself from the civilian authority which is apparently what seems to be happening then I don't know what other word will describe that even if it's relatively bloodless and and even if at the present stage there's there's, this it's not a case that the military are ignoring the the civilian chain of commands instructions but there's a, a growing decoupling taking place now for those of uh, the posse that didn't join us at, at, um, late last night, um, uh, it was 11 o'clock this here, here in Rome. Um, I've reported on the fact that on Monday there'd been this showdown between the president of Ukraine, President Zelensky, and his commander in chief, General Zelensky, um, in which, as far as we were aware yesterday, Zelensky politely requested. His, his his most senior general, to resign, in which uh, General Zelensky said no. Um, there have been further details, scarce, scarce details, Steve, but further details to have emerged today. Um, and apparently, uh, Zelensky actually fired him, formally fired him, um said, I'm, I'm going to sign the decree, um, sort of officially firing you. Um, in which situation a number of strange things happened. Now, I am going to dig into this later, but just to, 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 to go to, the, to, to the, the headline point here. Basically, the US, the UK, our uh, military itself, and that's the most important thing here, the Ukrainian military itself, um, basically uh, coupled with a very highly quickly organised social media campaign, put so much pressure on Zelensky. He, he retracted that provisionally, I'm um, leaving Zelensky still in office. Um,
0: Hold it. Even, ben, 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 Ben. Hang on. Ben, Ben, Ben. Hang on a second. Hang on. Slow down. Zelensky, look, they've lost the war in the field. That's obvious. And now they got to assign blame, right? And the West is, and the U.S. is not is going to cut them off from the 60 billion. Macron's saying Europe's got to step up. Nobody in Europe wants to step up for this fiasco. The fighting and the war is over. Essentially, it's going to go on, but I mean, the chance for their taking the Donbass and the land bridge to Crimea, all the big talk, and all you have is dead Ukrainians in a, in a country that looks like Dresden in 1945. He goes to the guy, to his face, calls him over to the palace, and to his face says, yo, you're, I'm asking you to step down and resign. The head of the military, the uniformed services, and the guy goes, well, you know, I got to think about it. I got to think about it. And then they think about it goes, hey, here's my answer. No. And he's got a couple other guys and they get the U.S. The, in the, the Biden regime is in panic mode. The last thing they can have right now is the replacement of the head of the uniformed services right in the middle of this Capitol Hill fight. Because guess what? The war room banner is going to say, why are we giving them money when they're at war with each other? You're about to have a civil war breakout. Why are we giving money, money, billions? Of and who actually are we giving it to the military or to or to Zelensky? And the New Yorker, the big intellectual journal, already flipped on it this week and said, hey, I'm not so sure democracy actually lives in Ukraine. Team me up for 6 o'clock, brother. You and I are going to get into it because this is a huge story. You've called it for months. This is, and it shows you all the lies you see on MSNBC. Where's Stavridis now? Where are all those former uh, you know, State Department officials now? Where are all the people that led the Ukrainian people down the primrose path to their own destruction that Mersheimer told you about in 2014 and 15. Ben Hornwell. Steve,
1: Steve, I'm going to close with this this fact, um, this speculation, and then we'll drill down later on. Isn't it, is it not interesting that the US and the UK, in fact, no Western ally of Ukraine had been consulted by President Zelensky before he decided Boom. to put into act. Uh, Boom. And um, Boom. Isn't, that, isn't, that, isn't that interesting? <laughs>
0: It's, no, dude, that's a that's a interesting factoid. We'll talk about it at six. Ben Harnwell from Rome, amazing job, Ben. Thank you. Is that kind of surprising to you that the guy would fire the head of his military services and not check on his, would not run it by his two biggest sponsors, the the United States and MI6? Hey, I'm calling to check in. I'm getting rid of the guy today. Uh, you guys cool with that? No, we're not cool with that because we're trying to get our citizens to put in more billions. We That's not a good look. Philip Patrick next in the war room. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now, you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part? You don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action,
3: action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
0: I'll link to this after the show, just a couple of updates. You know, Michael Patrick Leahy used to work with me over at Breitbart. Um, and, and back in t- He sent me in 2015. In November of 2015, he did a huge article, Christian Churches Profit from Muslim Refugee Resettlement. We got into this whole thing at the time. President Trump stopped all of this, stopped it. And now Biden's picked it back up. His quote is, nothing is worse than a weak, phony Christian who aids and abets evil. Okay, that's from Leahy. And I'll get to 2015. We've been on this thing for eight, nine years now. Been happening, and only Trump stopped it. The great Liz Yor, and of course, she's a hammer, right? Hammer of God. Liz Yor says, hey, point blank, Catholic Charities, Catholic Charities is facilitating sex trafficking and drug deaths of fentanyl. Boom, up in your grill. Also, they got Thune run around. Manu Rajar over at CNN's got him. Hey, are you guys going to put the text out today? Where do you stand with this bipartisan? And he's like in the mumble tank now. Well, we got to see. We're going to do it. We're going to have lunch. We're going to have a lunch. We're going to talk about it. And hubbada, hubbada, hub-a-da, da. Hub-a-da, hub-a-da. You, you Folks, you're up on the ramparts, and you're inside these guys' head. More important, you're inside the decision loop, right, we, as we used to say in maneuver warfare. You're inside the decision loop. Philip Patrick, uh, I got you on here because I got to talk Beauvais, Uh Big voices are coming out and agreeing with uh, the Birch Gold uh, War Room analysis of the end of the dollar empire. But d- brother, <laughs> you got the deficit. You have Johnson Day going to suspend the rules to have a child tax credit, and he's got some stuff in there for it's supposed to be for entrepreneurs. All lies for big corporations tax relief. But the, the Hill newspaper inheritors are saying, hey, this thing could actually add to the deficit of 400 billion to 1.5 trillion. Now, Philip Patrick. As, a, as one of the smartest analysts around in macroeconomics, would now you have another – would you have a Keynesian – this is not even on the regular budget. This is a side pocket. Would you have another potential Keynesian infusion of stimulus money that could <laughs> ha, 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 raise the deficit another $400 billion to $1.5 sir, according to Economics 101 macro? Is that logical, uh, sir?
3: Uh, it, it is definitely not logical, particularly in the situation we are in currently. Let's not forget, uh, over the past four years since Biden's been in office, U.S. debt has grown nearly twice as fast as GDP, 46.5% to 276 You know, we've had to listen to, to, to the Biden administration talking about how they've you know delivered on fiscal responsibility apparently fiscal responsibility is now defined as spending at least 1.5 trillion dollars more than the government extracts in in revenue every single year for the foreseeable future but As we've discussed many times, the situation is already unsustainable. Adding more spending is just adding more fuel to the fire. For some context, in order to balance the budget at 2023 levels, the federal government would have to impose 100 percent tax on all wage earners who own more than than $65,000 a year. Consistently spending 26 percent more than is taxed away from people is not fiscally responsible. Responsible, it is a disaster. So, the short answer to your question, Steve, is absolutely not.
0: Is the, the regressive taxes on the on the working class, the working poor, and the middle class? Can that be summed up? Because Stern said this too. He says, "Hey, where they can't sell Bidenomics, they can't sell any of this stuff." And particularly, what they're going to add here in the next couple of weeks is in purchasing power of the dollar. It's almost down twenty percent since Biden came in office, and that is the lived experience of people. The biggest regressive tax they have the dollar its purchasing powers dropped twenty percent is that in your opinion where the rubber meets the road
3: yeah yeah it is look we 've talked about it and it's it 's a good bridge to to talk a little bit about about beauvais as well because uh, he came out by the way we we, we, t- we talk about um you know, Beauvais' article tellingly, it was in, in the New York Times. Uh, you know, even the New York Times now cannot ignore the problems. But, you know, his rationale was that the dollar now is finished, and this is a direct quote finished as the global reserve currency. And I think that, you know, by printing money, by leading to a devaluation, we're fueling it. Now, By the way, Beauvais is someone we should listen to. This is a guy who's a mainstream financial analyst. He's been in the business for over half a century. He's got a very good track record. This was a guy that predicted the 2008 crash back in 2005. His logic is is quite simple, right? He talks about the offshoring of American manufacturing and how that is the ultimate threat to the financial sector and to the dollar itself. And he said, and I quote, the people making the goods elsewhere are getting greater and greater control of the means of production, and therefore greater and greater control of the world economy. And of course, that gives them ultimately greater and greater control of of money. And the reality is, he's spot on, right? He's pointing to something that we all know, and that is that the US doesn't make anything anymore except for debt, right? We used to be the world's greatest manufacturer. Today, we are the world's greatest consumer. Now, this is all done At a very bad time, right? We already know that the BRICS nations overtook G7 economies last year in terms of size. China surpassed the US in net exports back in 2009 and today has double the manufacturing capability of the US. But there are other factors, one that you mentioned, which is currency devaluation and things that we've discussed many times on the show that are making the problem much more urgent, debt being one of them. So, you know, we put it into the context of everything that's happening. Devaluing the dollar is fueling the problem. It's making the argument easier. And the bricks now are, are gathering steam. So uh, absolutely is the answer, Steve.
0: Uh, unusual whales over one of the best uh, Twitter sites, and they're quoting a Reuters story that I'm pulling right now, but they're breaking uh, news coming across from them. Egypt, Ethiopia, Persia slash Iran, Saudi Arabia, and the United Arab Emirates have, have confirmed they are joining the BRICS block. And, and remember, a couple of these guys are allies. Mm-hmm. So you got, you've got this BRICS movement, which Bove gets into too, and you and I were the first to talk about this, the central banks and what they're doing purchasing gold – but there's, it shouldn't be lost on people. What we call, let's say, the global South, is now uniting, and these are people who control resources. So I just want to, Reuters was reporting: Egypt, Ethiopia, Iran, Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates have confirmed they are joining the BRICS block. UAE, Saudi Arabia, I would argue, supposed to be two of our biggest allies. I throw Egypt in there too because we, we underwrite them. Of course, Persia is yep. not. What does that mean to Bove? Bove looked at when he and look, this guy was a staid bank analyst, but he had a g- bunch of great calls because he was a numbers guy. And when he came out and said, hey, he gave one last interview and said, hey, I'm retiring. By the way, my parting shot, the dollar is finished. The Bretton Woods agreement, everything that happened, all the accords, all that stuff for the last 60, 70, 80 years since World War II, The dollar is finished as the prime reserve currency. People should take that as a papal bull. Right? This, this is how serious this is when guys like that are all of a sudden saying it. Now you see today that supposedly our allies are joining BRICS, which is it's the beginning of the economic combination right, of, these, of the global south. And it obviously has a military component to it because you see everything is breaking out on the Eurasian landmass. Philip Patrick.
3: Yeah, Beauvais is actually right. And and he also said, quite tellingly, look, you're not going to hear this from other mainstream analysts because they are, and I quote, monks praying to money. Essentially, he suggested that they would be too frightened to come out publicly and suggest that. So this was his parting shot that I thought was was telling. But yeah, the bricks are gathering steam. The alliance is building and it's growing. Right. And The reality is, it's starting to make sense. These countries are looking around; they're looking at the West, and they're seeing an opportunity. Right? We talk about other factors that are driving this BRICS alliance. Debt, I think, is is crucial here. Right? Combined, the 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 five BRICS nations owe about three point nine trillion dollars. The G seven almost 60 trillion. That's 15 times more debt than the BRICS nations. And the reality is creditors are getting fed up with the US selling them IOUs and then just devaluing the dollar. In fact, in November, there was an article in a CCP political journal that accused the US, and I quote, of seizing the wealth of other nations and forcing developing countries to bear the huge economic losses and financial risks brought about by dollar hegemony. And the reality is they have a point, right? It only costs the Bureau of Printing and Engraving 17 cents to make a $100 bill. But India and China have to produce $100 of goods and services in order to get one. This isn't politics. This is economics. It is becoming a bad trade. Look, the Biden administration, whether they realize it or not, they have shifted the balance of power. Ah, uh, BRICS nations, I think, are looking at each other and realizing that they don't need the g seven anymore. You know, let's look at Russia. Two years after being locked out of the global economy, They're doing pretty well, right? Russia's GDP growth outpaced the U.S. in Q3 and Q4 of last year. Um, Just like the rest of the BRICS, they focused on building up their industrial base for real, sustainable economic growth. Just imagine for a second how the U.S. government would fare if the federal government suddenly couldn't borrow any money anymore. The whole house of cards would collapse. But I think the calculus now is simple. The G7 need the BRICS. The BRICS don't need the G7, and they especially don't need the dollar anymore. At the end of the day, why would they want to hold a currency that's, number one, steadily losing purchasing power, and number two, can be frozen at any time? It's only a matter of time in my mind before the BRICS declare their own currency union, and that could be the final nail in the coffin for the dollar. I hope not, but it's gathering steam, and it's heading in that direction.
0: And we're heading at the same time to the world's biggest margin call on this thing. I'll explain that more. Uh, Philip, how do people get it? I really want to thank you. All the work we're doing. You announced we've got the fifth installment coming out at the end of the dollar empire. You can get smart on this by going to birchgold.com and get it. Philip, how do people get to you?
3: Really simple. Uh, To me, it's at Philip Patrick on Getter. Again, at Philip Patrick on Getter. And for all the great information, uh, you and and when we put out, it's birchgold.com forward slash Bannon.
0: Thank you, brother. Philip, thank you. I know it's, weekdays are hard for you to get away, particularly with clients, all that. Thank you. Short commercial break. I'm going to make it all make sense upon our return in just about a minute. Traditional corporate media is crumbling. Why? Because they're hiding something, something big. People are realizing that they're being lied to left and right, even by institutions they thought they could trust. But you, you've known the truth all along. You also know that time to prepare for what's coming is right now. Don't delay, no hesitancy, but right now. Get started by going to MyPatriotSupply.com. There you'll save $200 on an essential three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Over the years, My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families prepare for emergencies. Yours should be next. Sealed inside, ultra durable packaging, their delicious meals last up to 25 years in storage and provide over 2,000 calories a day. Eat right when things go wrong with these three month emergency food kits from My Patriot Supply. With $200 in savings, you can get enough for each family member. They deserve your protection. Today, you go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Order by 3 p.m. for free same-day shipping. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Do it today. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Use your host,
3: Stephen K. Bannon.
0: Um... Let's talk about Bove for a second, and I really want to thank Philip. As you can imagine, it's crazy for those guys during the um, during the workday, particularly in the morning. But this was so important, and here's the reason. Um, we try to make available to you you know, entrepreneurs in the patriot economy so you stop giving uh, your money to people that hate you, and you can get access to products and services that are good or better than you can find in that – Part of the market of people that just hate your values or are totally woke, and if you have to make any changes to these corporations, you have to go in with like a sledgehammer and force it because it can be done. But you have to force it because I keep saying one of the most progressive apparatuses in the world these giant corporations they do not share your values. You can see that every day. Take the the Bud Light thing, right? Oh, they're going to do some cowboy commercials now. They're going to get set up with some fighting groups and you no, know, they're going to wave the American flag. They don't support your values. Don't don't. That's a sucker's play. Right? You see exactly what they were doing when they had the, um, the transgender and all that. They were trying to you know, uh, shove it down your throat uh, and then never apologize for it. The CEO, an- another progressive Navy SEAL, uh, just shoved it and wouldn't, wouldn't have his way not to apologize, not to say I made a mistake, not to say it was wrong. Liz, is going to be with us tomorrow. We're going to get more into the Catholic Charities part of this. It's outrageous. It's outrageous what's happening and you see these people raised up by leadership do not believe in the underlying tenets of our civilization. They think we're a spent force. Let's be blunt, let's be blunt. That's what's happening about the invasion of this country, the invasion of this country, and they're crushing economically the people, the working poor and the, and the working African-American Hispanic working class, particularly those folks that are low skill, that are in this kind of Darwinian environment of competition, and they're just including, remember, the key of this, one of the keys of this bill, they're going to give work permits as soon as they're here. Because they say, oh, well, we can't pay trillions. You're still going to pay trillions. You see, you're painted everywhere. Whether you're giving UN money, charity money, anything, it's all going back to underwrite this, your dollars, either your charitable donations or your taxes. the They can't do it unless you underwrite it. That's why we have to rip off the mask of this. On top of it is the fiscal irresponsibility. How you can even conceive of? Think about it. We could shut down. The government might be shut down on March 1st if people stand up to it because they're nowhere closer to get anything done on the budget. And the budget is a $2 trillion deficit. Not a trillion, $2 trillion that we have to finance somehow by printing more fiat currency. Oh, by the way, that's decreasing the purchasing power of the dollar. And the people in the UAE, in, in Egypt, in, in Saudi Arabia, uh, they can sit there and say, hey, MAGA's got to take it. They're U.S. citizens. They gotta, they gotta, they, they're used to the dollar. they got to take it. We don't have to take it. We have resources. And we're going to figure out something, and our currencies aren't that strong, and they're not that liquid, but we're going to figure out something. That's what Bovey's talking about. The process we've talked about for three years is coming out with the end of the dollar empire. Because in this show, we're trying to take a working class and middle class audience and make sure you understand macroeconomics. You can't do it by chasing the shiny toys you see on most other shows or on Fox News all the time. Because remember, Fox News is a controlled opposition. They do not want you to understand this. They don't. Because once you understand the con, the long con, you're going to say, I'm not going to do this anymore. All you're doing is pile on regressive tax after regressive tax after regressive tax. And oh, by the way, you want my sons and daughters to go serve into your, you know, your global police force to make this work. The post-war international rules-based order which has gutted this nation and led to the rise of the greatest existential threat we've ever had, the Chinese Communist Party. That is the theory of the case. And on that, folks, I'll take all comers. Anybody in the world, step up on a stage and debate me on this topic. Nobody can, because we got the facts and we have the empirical evidence. And that's when you see him. Nikki Haley, Tricky Nikki, comes up. We're fighting for freedom and liberty in Ukraine. That's where you go. Hey, what, Nikki, did they call you? Did you check in about this coup that's going on with the military? And, about, and the reason is because they led all those Ukrainians to die on a battlefield in which they lied to people constantly. And the, and the cheerleaders on the MSNBC and CNN. We're all the big shots on CNN and MSNBC now. Are they up nonstop. We're Stavridis. We're all of them. Where's all the Atlanta Council? Where are you? You're never going to be able to wash the blood of Ukraine off your hands. And hey, you don't think they've done it before? Go read the best and the brightest in Vietnam. How many of your sons and daughters, how many of you guys today, men and women today, in your 50s, 60s, 70s, went over there and served to defend your country? to defend liberty, to defend democracy, and look at what happened, and look at what they did, and look at when they walked away, what happened in the killing fields in Cambodia. 30 million people died in Southeast Asia. After Watergate, and after the Democrats had enough of it, and washed their hands of it. Oh, they were so, remember, they were so much for the peace marches, and the peace march, remember, gotta, gotta give peace a chance. Remember out there, million people, peace march? Hey, as soon as the draft ended, when their asses weren't on the line, there were no more big protests. It was all about them as it's always about them. Well folks, we're heading into a margin call that's gonna send this country in a very different direction. I'm not saying we should be the reserve currency, that we have to be the reserve currency, but in setting up the post-war order at Bretton Woods, we stepped up when the British couldn't do it. And there were tons of economic important reasons to do it. We have to have that debate, but hey, if it just happens because it collapses, and all of a sudden, the other nations of the world control the resources and now control the manufacturing, as Bovee said. I think I'm hearing Lou Dobbs and Donald J. Trump, am I not? And Peter Navarro. Even the New York Times. Where's Krugman on that? Where's Krugman's on Bovee's analysis? Haven't seen that yet. Aaron Czar. We love to put forward uh, entrepreneurs, particularly people who come up with products and services that – can help our folks make sure that they're safe from the administrative state, the deep state, and of course, all of our enemies, both foreign and domestic. Tell me about Silent. You guys have done an amazing job. We love the products. Talk to me about it.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me on, Bannon. Uh, it's been an incredible ride with Silent. We're, we're making cutting-edge products for the military as well as any freedom lover that wants to be able to kind of dictate when and how they control their electronic footprint so as simple as a product like this you drop it inside take your phone whether you got an iphone whether you got an encrypted phone seal it shut and you're instantly blocking all wireless signal so blocking cellular wi-fi bluetooth gps rfid nfc as well as protection from emp it's just alarming um the state of the world and and how we're being tracked and hacked and it's uh, it's a simple tool that we Aaron, really Aaron, want.
0: To... Aaron, 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 Aaron. H- hang yeah. on. This is why I love the proxies. A simple tool, but why are you just not some conspiracy theory wingnut about everybody? Like, Give <laughs> me some empirical evidence that says you should do this. That you're just some guy sitting in your parents' basement saying, "Hey, the whole world's on top of you and watching everything you do." Why? Why is this a rational decision for people to look into?
2: Yeah, fair enough. And and I may be in a basement, uh, but not my parents. Um, the, these products and, and I've been at this and the brand's been around for well over a decade. I think what we've seen over each year is, uh, a further overreaching of, of corporate and government. Uh, we've seen a lot of external factors just last year in 2023, we saw a Chinese spy balloon. We saw a big cyber attack on Las Vegas. We saw the FEMA alerts that activated every single phone in the country. And the only way to stop that was to have a Faraday bag. So a lot of people use silenced products. And just the state of the world is creepy and overreaching. And, and unfortunately, it's not going in a direction that anyone's going to have this fresh breath of air like they still have privacy and security. That ship has sailed, but... I'm optimistic because Silent is a brand that's making tools that are relatively effortless for people to adopt, and you instantly have an ability to uh, disappear from the world. So, whether it's your laptop or your tablet or your phone or your car keys, they all emit and receive signal. And there is a time and a place for anyone that has these devices to utilize a Faraday sleeve. Um, yeah. And it's, it's just reality now. This is, this hang, is here to stay.
0: Hang, hang, hang on a second. I want to go back because I think if this audience <clears throat> understood this or made clear to them, uh, go back to the uh, FEMA alerts because I know this was a big thing when it happened. I had tons of people call me. If you had had your device in the Faraday bag because we knew the day was going to happen, would mm-hmm. that alert not have come to your
2: phone? Wouldn't have wouldn't come to your phone at all. Yeah. It's as if I text everyone in the is country that, and those is, is have it.
0: Hold it. Is that not the – but hang on. But that, is that not the sales pitch? I mean, that's the pitch right there, right? If you had well, had, if you had, had your thing and your, and, your, and your Faraday bag, if you had it in the silent bag or your pouch or whatever the size you decide to do, your, your laptop, your iPad, your phones, the FEMA thing would have been a non-event for you, Correct.
2: You're literally good. It's just, it's a very simple tool that that's a very heightened use case. If you had your phone in a Faraday bag during the FEMA event, your phone's not activated, it's not located, and the government is just basically giving them a big middle finger.
0: Uh, how, and you you mentioned not just foreign adversaries. You know, the Chinese Communist Party. We know we got the hackers in Eastern Europe. You got the KGB guys. You now have the the Persians are all over this. North Koreans but you also have non-state actors and you also have corporations. I mean, we know today, we haven't had a chance to cover it, but they're they got social media guys are grilling them on Capitol Hill because they understand how to write the algorithms to suck the kids in. Are there are also certain corporations, bad guys in this area too?
2: Uh bad guys, probably, but I think that a lot of software and technology is not created with privacy and security at the forefront. There are companies now doing that, which is exciting and, and makes me optimistic about the suite of tools. But yeah, uh, technology is inherently creepy and overreaching. If you look at the, the inner workings of an iPhone or an Android, there's so much transfer of data that a data broker could buy any information on a group of people and really know more about you than you know about yourself. So, if you want to cut that off, then you need to adopt a tool like Silent. It's the it's the easiest, most effective way, other than not having any of these devices or living in a world where there's Wi-Fi routers and cell phone towers, and that's just not in existence.
0: Uh, so. Not if you're not not until we punch out and go to the American Redoubt, which hey maybe in our future, but not for right now. How do people go? I want to immerse them in information because you guys are fantastic. You're the pros, pros. Where do they go?
2: It's the perfect time to adopt Silent Product. You could use uh, Bannon at checkout slnt.com, for fifteen percent off site wide. You mentioned earlier that u.s manufacturing is dead and while i do agree we're taking a stab at making over 10 products in the u.s from u.s materials we just launched a product called incognito it's a concealed carry backpack that also has two dedicated faraday bags inside so You could be operating as a normal citizen. There's no external branding, and you could have all your gear inside, and no one's the wiser. So we make products that are sleek, understated, and give you a very useful tool to operate in in everyday life, really.
0: Aaron, really proud to have you on board, and uh, look forward to having you back. I want everybody to go to silentslnt.com today. Check it out. Immerse yourself in the information. I think you will be blown away. Brother, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Wow. What a day. So much action going on. One of the biggest events, uh, you know, the fallout from uh, Elon Musk, uh, Chip, and also up on Capitol Hill to have the social media companies up. Haven't even been able to cover today, although we've got people monitoring right now. Short commercial break. Back in the warm in a moment. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to, but without funding the left. If you're sick and tired of the globalist leftist takeover of America's corporations, go to patriotmobile.com bannon TV. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bannon TV and support a company that actually believes in America. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S. based customer service team makes switching incredibly easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash BannonTV or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT and get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. PatriotMobile.com slash BannonTV or call 972-PATRIOT. Remember, take action, use your agency. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. I realize a lot of interesting chatter in the live stream, the ch- chat about uh, Johnson. And yes, I, I do agree, uh, quite risky. But we have to send a message. You can't keep doing this. It's a, first of all, it's a wrong thing to do. Number two, it's a stupid thing to do. We sh- everything up there right now should just be focused on one thing, on the sovereignty of our country and the disaster that the elites have made of the finances of the country. Right? And you don't do that because you understand something. You know, this whole thing about we're six months into this and we still don't have actually the appropriation, of the spending, and we were promised all that in January 2023. We still don't have it. It's still a big fight. And there could be another big another CR on March 1st, another huge fight about that because they're not spending their time on that. They're spending their time on these supplementals. You have $7 trillion that you're spending there, $7 trillion. Under President Trump, I think it was four and a half, five trillion. So the things exploded 40% since COVID and we don't have the guts to go back to those pre, pre-COVID days. When I don't think anybody in this country was complaining about not spending enough money in uh, 2019. Where are they, 2019? And the military is big enough. Of course, you can't, you know, you wanna add everything to be the global policeman and to have your kids killed, your sons and daughters killed in uh, protecting the Jordanian-Syrian border because that's what they're doing, right? And not our border, the one we care about. You now, when I mentioned that, I've been doing these interviews in Britain, when I mentioned that, they're like, what are you talking about? Because they, they never talk about this over there. They just think we're always going to be there to underwrite it all. So instead of focus on the main thing, and actually in the CCP trying to drive this a uh, massive war in the Eurasian landmass, at the same time the CCP being back of the BRICS nations. To, to Instead of focusing on what those core problems are so we can stick to have solutions to the core problems, there's no time, they're spending all their time in the last couple of weeks, here's what they're spending their time on, on this thing called a supplemental, which is just to get money to Ukraine because you've got to defend democracy in Ukraine. They're fighting for liberty and justice and freedom and all kinds of good stuff, right, good things. So they're fighting for good things, and we need to get sixty billion dollars. Of course, they say it's only five percent of our defense bill. It's quite economical because we're killing so many Russians. Well, I don't actually remember Joe Biden or anybody coming to to to, to say, "Are we at war with the Russian people?" Was that? Or I forgot. I missed that one. I missed that one. Although we are the ones that, uh, after they gave the sacrifice in World War II that allow the Bolsheviks, not just to control them, and gave Stalin more weapons in the last couple of years than he actually needed. Yes, 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 yes. That's a documented fact. Why there were so many communists, right, and traitors around FDR, right? Ho, ho, ho. Yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Al- Alger Hiss. Ring a bell? And he was just one of many. Oh, and the Chinese people, too, and we gave that country. We gave the elites in this nation, the State Department, the, and the, and the, uh, the Truman uh, FDR administration gave China to the people that had fought the least, the Japanese, that would be the Chinese Communist Party, kind of hung back and let Chiang Kai-shek, who was no day at the beach. But the Chinese people, Lao Jing take all those casualties. No, 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 no. They're telling us now that with the spending in Ukraine, smart Steve, it's smart because they're killing so many Russians. Well, I don't actually remember us being at war with the Russian people. Where did that happen? When did that go down? I know the elites want it, right? The elites want it because they detest the Russian people. I don't know. Maybe because the Russian people are one of the central elements of the wait for it, Judeo Christian West. I'm just tossing that out there. Maybe, huh? Now, Putin's a bad guy, and the KGB are bad guys, super bad guys, not as bad as the criminal clique in Beijing, and you never hear MSNBC, you never hear these guys moaning and bitching about the, the criminal clique that they're keeping in business in Beijing. In fact, the last time I looked in San Francisco, I had 400 traders sitting there collecting sa- champagne glasses with a guy who's probably closer to Hitler than anybody else on the face of the earth. That would be Xi, right? But all the supplemental, we're just spending time on this. We've got to get the, must get the $40, $60 billion, must go to Ukraine. Well, where are you going to send it? We're going to send it to the military that doesn't agree with Zelensky. And here's why. They don't want blame for a defeat. They don't want blame by the Ukrainian people and the world community. Of why did you do this? And why did you lie to us? And why did you spin us? And why did you tell us it was going great? And who were your guys in Davos that were supporting that? When it was obvious to the show from the beginning, this was not going to work. You're going to destroy uh, Ukraine, the country itself, and you're going to destroy the people. And you did. And now you got the guys in the military. Of- no, Zelensky, we're not doing this. We're not stepping down. How about that? Not going to do it. You see that in the front page of the Wall Street Journal or the, or the Washington Post? Because <clears throat> all their lies, remember, this is all London. This is why? This is MI6. This is all the national security apparatus here, the deep state. This is Davos. This is Brussels. All of them, all those demons. Zelensky and what's happening in Ukraine is their bastard child, okay? And now they're going to cover up for you. you. can't. You can't. And now they're going to give this child tax One Hill, it's actually the number is $400 billion to $1.5 trillion additional, additional, to the deficit. This just shows you, it's a joke what they're doing up there. And so we have to double our efforts because they're just gonna mock you. And of course, Johnson, Mr. Biblical Worldview, we're gonna do what he promised, we're gonna suspend the rules, because you know why? To pass a democratic stimulus for their constituents. Wait for it, let me think this through. Oh, I need democratic votes. Get somebody on the macroeconomic side to tell us that this makes sense, you're not going to find anybody. It's just more fiscal irresponsibility. And that's what Phil Patrick is saying. The margin call this country is going to have, baby, if you know what a margin call is, it's not a phone call you want to be in the receiving end of. Make sure you go to Birch Gold today. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Get to the end of the dollar empire. You now need to download it. Go through, I'll talk more about it at five and six o'clock tonight. Charlie Kirk follows us, we're covering, we've also got our ear to the ground, the RNC, lots going on there. Charlie Kirk follows us, A couple hours of populism, nationalism, post after that, we're back five to seven tonight. It's packed from the nation's capital, to out in Las Vegas with the RNC, to the southern border, to Kiev, all of it. You're gonna to wanna to be in the driver's seat because remember one thing, in this drama, you are the protagonist. You're the protagonist. You are the folks that have Donald J. Trump's back. See you back here, 5 o'clock tonight. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact... Some of the guests I've had on the war room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting and dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to WarRoomHealth.com. That's WarRoomHealth.com. All one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67 percent of your first shipment. That's code Warroom at checkout to save 67 percent. do it again. Warroom health, all one word, Warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart, you need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.